Hello and welcome everyone to episode 20 of Side Quest Side Sesh. <laughs> Flawless open for Ep Zoni. Run first, right off the bat. <laughs> right out of the gate. It was like a natural 20 to start episode 20. Wow. 20 years of Side Quest Side Sesh. <laughs> Went by so fast. A lot of great memories. Let's take a look. <laughs> oh, no, it's a clip episode. Grant, Grant hit it. Oh, you guys didn't tell me about this. I was supposed to have something ready? Come on, Grant. Have one job for the 20th episode of Side Quest oh, Side. Oh, my God. I'm so, I'm so sorry. We'll just wing it. It's okay. It's a tough name to say. It's tricky. You, can't, you came up with it. Oh I my did. god! Did. The 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 copyright tag at the end of the episodes. It sounds like Joe wrote that particularly to torture that voiceover artist. Oh, he <laughs> was like, having a rough time. Side quest, side sesh series. <laughs> <laughs> he really had to work through it. <laughs> Hard. And by he the way, this is a guy who has written red. Hundreds of thousands of pieces of copy professionally. <laughs> and we got him. And he was like, I've, I've never seen such a terribly titled show. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what, are the, what do these words even mean? And then in combination. <laughs> right, I, exactly. I, I understand what some of these words mean individually, but put together. <laughs> what's a sesh? <laughs> um, can you believe uh, we've done 20 of these damn things amazing man. when we started the quarantine we had one uh, giant slayer one episode of the glass cannon podcast in the can which gave us about one week to try and figure out what the hell to do because uh, i knew pretty early on i didn't want us recording it remotely uh and so this show came up and obviously, I think we talked about this on other shows or maybe in the after party. We thought like, eh, we'll do this for a couple of weeks. Maybe we'll do one module. Hope we get through the whole module. <laughs> and now we're deep into the second module, 20 weeks in. Oh. Send help. Yeah, <laughs> help. it really is. It's a bad thing. It's a bad thing. It's not good. It's not good. It's not there, good. Are good there are good parts to it. Uh, one nice thing is like I can, I can always remember exactly how long I've been quarantined. That's just yes, 20 times that. 7 plus a week and a half. The other nice thing for me, Carazor. Really happy oh. about Carazor. You like Carazor nice. otherwise. That's true. That's true. Thank you. He's really <laughs> not the kind of fellow you meet just out in the world. Right. Right. Doing your traditional... You know, well-planned campaign. You're rarely going <laughs> to run across a character quite as spontaneous and enjoyable as Karizor. No, I would not. Karizor is the kind of character I would not have created if I had intended to play this at all seriously or, or long-term. <laughs> so. I think that goes for most of us at this point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you miss the uh, the more intense uh, gameplay that comes along with the GCP? Because obviously we goof off. In that show as well, but it's just a, it's a different vibe, Joe. You you definitely hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Never thought I'd miss it this much. I miss it so much. I want to get yeah. back to like goofing off, but then like those moments that are just that come out of such a long story of deep epicness that like you can't help but have good drama. You know, yeah. Uh, it's it's hard to see where that's going to come here I, but like i we could we could make it happen i don't think I it's think out of the realm of possibility a few more a few more modges a couple more little uh connecting threads mm-hmm. but I, it is missing that 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 i'm so worried about my character dying this is that like i don't want these characters to die none of us do but like 
you know, some we have years in some of these characters and these storylines and like uh, we're we're starting something new. So it's you know it's it's exciting to get a new character out there, new stories out there, but it's different. Yeah, I also think that it evolves in its own way because I know something that you know not people not everybody knows about uh, unreleased. Uh, episodes of Legacy of the Ancients that you can get on our Patreon uh, that we've recently recorded where that started off like sort of silly and it has naturally grown into some parts that are like intense and I love it and so you know it, 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 it can happen even with characters that you start off you think are just funny or have a funny hook Ken, uh, you can get some good drama out of that. As long as uh, you stay, if the chemistry comes together. As long as you stay true to the to who they are, even if there's something you is silly. As long as you say stay true to their motivations, you, real stuff can come out of it. These relationships can end up forming, mm-hmm. and that's what's that. Like I love the relationships that have formed in this this campaign between our characters are are great. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I totally agree. I mean, I just loved the whole like. <laughs> The cars are the crystal ghost, like, carry me. <laughs> I just thought it was so funny. Carry me. <laughs> the two Bring of us lemonade. Just, <laughs> the two of us just malingering and <laughs> yeah. feed, feed me. Yeah. Chew, chew my potion for me. I like playing loose like this, so it's certainly a lot less work. You know, I was saying, uh, you don't have to prep high level play. <laughs> well, it's not even the prepping the high level play, which, yeah, I certainly don't miss that. It's the, uh, having to worry about how an episode fits into 200 and something other episodes and into like an entire epic story. I don't have to worry about that as much. So that's a nice, like, ah, I can actually breathe before we record a little bit. Um, but, uh, I do miss it and, uh, I do look forward to getting back to it. Um, but I'm, I'm excited where this one is heading. Obviously we're, we're, we, we, you kind of crack things open. A little, well, no, I don't even think you crack things open really. You, you, you're, you're at the point now where this team. You cracked something open. You cracked <laughs> an Iron Maiden open, but you didn't even touch it. Uh, you're, you're at the point now where you've got a couple of loose threads and you're trying to follow up on them, but you went back to Baroy Manor to kind of, uh, Look at the place a little bit. You never took a chance to walk around and, and see what's going on. Uh, and so that's, that's where we were uh, last sesh. I want to mention before we move on, uh, coming to the, uh, the merch store next week, uh, this, has been, uh, this was uh, asked for by the, uh, by the fans. So it's for the fans. Uh, this is going to be the, uh, the Linus face mask. Let me show you. Oh, oh no. my God. I didn't know Gosh. this happened. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> that, oh, you uh, did it! I had to Only say that's at the Glass Cannon merch store can you get Troy's cat Linus <laughs> as a face mask. Wow, that's so Big niche. Shout out to Angeline, one of our artists. Uh, she always hooks it up the day after I was talking about uh, Linus's spa treatment. Actually, it might even have been that night. She was like, the chat all agreed. We need to have a Linus mask. And she just sent this to me. I was like, you got to be kidding me. So uh, we're going to start I mean, selling Linus face masks. Li- Linus is adorable. That mask is quite terrifying on you, Troy. <laughs> I think it's fun. I'm going to go to the grocery store. I'd like a I pound mean, it's of so, roast it's beef. Just, it's just so scary to have another pair of eyes mm-hmm. on your face, on your right face. around your nose. Yeah. But then for them to be cat's eyes... It's way worse. It's very Lovecraftian. Yeah. <laughs> it is. That's what I was going for here. <laughs> <If> you... <laughs> so I went, uh, I went 
out with my a couple of my wife's uncles uh, here to golf a couple weeks ago, um, and you know just kind of get to know the extended family. Been out here a long time, and so we go out to golf, and I'm I want, I'm wearing my mask inside the uh, the pro shop or whatever to like get my thing, and I walk in with my Lork mask on, <laughs> and. Uh, you know, it's very, very golf, non-nerd centric sort of place. <laughs> and uh, the guy behind the counter, like, finishes exchange my money. And he's just like, nice mask, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yes! <laughs> Wait, oh, really he was a fan of the show. He meant it <laughs> genuinely. He wasn't just mocking yeah. you. Yeah, he meant it genuinely. You could see. He was like, I like the tusks. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell. You could tell. You could just was, tell he was He was genuine. complimenting me and not And then when I turned me. around, he was probably like, <laughs> yeah, someone beat him High up roll. on the way out. <laughs> right, someone hit him with a driver. <laughs> oh boy, everybody's doing all right though. You guys uh, holding up, Joe? You're about to leave Oklahoma to come back. Um, this is it. This is my last side quest, side session, Oklahoma. Uh, it's wow. number the twenty. End of an era, and it really has been an era. Three months I've been in Oklahoma, you overstaying didn't do my all welcome. The side quest from Oklahoma, didn't you? Didn't you start no, in Jersey? No. Uh, yeah, I started in Jersey. Oh, you started, yeah, yeah. Uh, I started in Jersey, and I did, but I, I was realizing I, I have done all of the Delta Green operation in Oklahoma, the new Delta Green operation mm-hmm. in Oklahoma, and uh, and a good chunk of SideQuest Side Sesh. So, but I'm leaving this weekend. By next Thursday, back in Jersey. Back in the Jersey. I don't mean to cast aspersions on your wife's home state, but in your entire life, did you expect to spend that much time in Oklahoma ever? <laughs> no, I never did. I really never did. Uh, but it's a great place. It's a great place. Uh, but I'm looking forward to go back to the East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great place. See you It's tomorrow? a great place. Am I being recorded? <laughs> <laughs> These people are very good with long-range rifles. <laughs> <clears throat> um, everybody else is doing all right. Nothing uh, new, no new business, nothing exciting. I'm technically quarantined again. I was, I, w- I was informed by the state that I was to be quarantined because. <laughs> oh, you left I, the state because I well because I just got back from Tennessee. So <sighs> oh. any any high outbreak state, they uh, you're you're required to be to quarantine yourself for two weeks. So how did I'm they actually- know? Yeah, how do they know? Will you get ticketed if they're like, can they just I randomly don't know. I don't know how people? they would know if I you violated it. You look like you came from Tennessee, fella. <laughs> Roughly <laughs> six days shirt. ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, presumably you had to get home from the airport. So, yeah. Well, they make, point, you, they-, they make you fill out a form when you get on the plane down there. And then they collect them. And then they will inform you if you can leave your house or not when you get back. So it's wow. awesome. But anyone on the subway, bus, or uh, taxi cab service is, uh, they're on their own. Right. The state, state offers them no protection. <laughs> no, 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 no protection <laughs> at all. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> but I don't leave the house anyway, so I'm great. Uh, yeah, you're fine. You'll be yeah. self-quarantined. <laughs> Joe, saw, did, you, did you see that, uh, the, the thing that came out? I didn't even read it. Somebody else told me about it, but that the, the Southwest Airlines announced, like, just so everybody knows, we'll no longer be uh, sanitizing our seats or armrests anymore. 
No. We did it. We did it. <laughs> like it was like literally something like that in in order to keep up with increasing flights as we expand our operations to accommodate the demand for flights and everything. That is uh, insane. I was like I can't believe they're even publishing that. Like it seems like a bad marketing move. Maybe I'm yeah. cuz Southwest always seems like the friendly one, you know, the, the you know their whole marketing is going out of their way to be like just for you, just well, for you. Yeah. The seedy underbelly of Southwest is that one time that flight attendant got real sick of all the passengers and he grabbed a beer, pulled the emergency exit, let out the inflatable slide and jumped off, walked to his car and drove home. Several <laughs> FAA fines. But I think underneath the thin veneer of smiles and Southern funny made up safety instructions on top, <laughs> they're dying inside. That's why I moved away from the Southwest, Joe. <laughs> that's right they're all dallas based right isn't isn't that yeah like, yeah love yeah. fields their home and it was years years you had to like you couldn't do like uh longer than x amount of miles flights out of love field and it was like the other airlines finding a way to keep them from growing and like there was this people go door to door ask you to sign this this bill to let them do it and they finally did it and now they're drunk with power Unsanitizing everything. <laughs> I heard today on uh, I was listening to the highway on Sirius XM radio, and they were saying that I think it's Taiwan is offering flights to nowhere, where you just you buy a flight and it doesn't go anywhere; it just goes up in the air, flies around a little bit, and then brings you back. Just for people that miss flying. Oh, like <laughs> who are these people? Yeah, well, <laughs> who's missing a- fucking flying? That's the thing. I, I was reading a news report on like how like you know the Marlins had to stop playing and all these other teams and MLBs in a lot of trouble now. And then they like cut to like scenes. I think it was a Drew McGarry article. He cut to like a shot of current Taiwanese baseball and the stadiums are crowded and no one's <laughs> sick and there's just a, a humdinger of a dinger straight out 450 feet to right field and everyone's like yes, spilling beer on each other and like Taiwan has got it all going, baby. Making out, sloppily making out in the oh, five spinning each other's mouth. The kiss, yeah. the kiss oh, cam, the kiss cam is the whole game. <laughs> I was yeah. the only way to celebrate it. <laughs> That's the whole jumbotron is is devoted to kiss cam for the entire proceeding. <laughs> <laughs> they play baseball a little differently in Taiwan. <laughs> Take my hand. Oh. Uh, I think we should jump in. Uh, I kind of don't want to because I enjoy just bullshitting with you guys, but we got a lot to cover tonight. And, you know, I think I said it last week. I don't know what the hell is going to go on here. I know even less this week because it is it is pretty wide open. What's not wide open is the situation that you find yourselves in now. You guys have been uh, hurt uh, with some strength damage. Some of you more than others. Some of you received adequate healing to be able to uh, trudge on with maybe one or two points down. Others among you, uh, specifically Karazor and uh, Maxine Vetro, uh, are a little more beat up. So you're looking for a way to maybe fix this. As you come back to Boroy Manor uh, to uh, maybe confront the Baron, maybe uh, confront Anya, or just explore a little bit more, the Major Domo, uh, Laurentieu, uh, kind of lets slip something about the. What does he say? I don't want to. I want to make sure I don't say it. It he was says, uh, uh, the his sister or something. Or Stepan's aunt Stepan, was a priestess. Stepan's aunt. 
the priestess of Zonkuthan. Very pious. Maybe in the basement? Yeah, something about the basement. Then he, he kind of catches himself like he's he said too much. And, I should uh, not have said that. Uh, uh, what did I say? You, uh, and then I'm he so sorry. I'm so sorry for saying about that barrel dent. Uh, <laughs> uh, and so you just file that away, and you see there's stairs going down, but you're like, you know what? Let's clear the rest of the first floor here, or most of it. Um, so you go up, around, you stop in to see the Houndmaster, uh, Gavril, uh, the only Kyle left in employment of Broy Manor. Talk to him a little bit, and then you just kind of check the other rooms. I don't think you really found anything major. I can't what? remember. Come on, man. What, what'd you find? It just concerns me that you think that a, like, rotted out courtyard with a fountain the courtyard, that is a yes. gate to the shadow plane... By the way, it's probably not a gate, I guess we determined, but at least it has elements of the shadow plane running through its waters is not not a big deal. I forgot you found that. I forgot you found that. Uh, Yeah, no, that was uh, that was a huge deal. Uh, I think you found that straight away. You were like, all right, let's check out that door right there. And then you went out there. Uh, That's right. All right. So you saw that the water was tainted with uh, look like shadow stuff. It didn't quite make sense. Crazy. Um, so yeah, that was a, like a, a bit of a red flag. But beyond can we, can that, also say, I don't remember if you found anything big. Sorry, can I interrupt you before you move on with the recap? Please. I just wanted to say, and this fountain is one of the things that made me think of it. Uh, with the way you started this in episode 20, talking about what we've done you know, in Psychwest Sidesesh since quarantine. I do think that uh, I personally am enjoying this module better than the first one at this moment. Oh, I'm much more intrigued by the mystery. The other one was really funny because of the way that it, it was all being played. But to me, it was pretty straightforward. Now, like, I didn't see what was going to happen, but, you know, it's like backwards sort of hill country, you know, people that just... You, you never know what to expect. And of course, there's some sacrifice, awful stuff, whatever. But this has a lot of layers to it that I think are very intriguing. And mm-hmm. uh, the whole shadow plane element and the Kyall and uh, the fires and the uh, the mystery with the Baron and the, sickness. And the fact and, that a separate yeah. family sent you on this journey that has what's their interest in it. It's, uh, I think it's a really good module. Yeah, for sure. And that's what really drew me to it uh, as I started reading it. Plus, I love modules that have monsters that we don't encounter that often. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you finally went downstairs. And the first room that you come into is looks like a shrine of some sort. Um, it's dark in there, um, but if you have uh, low light vision, you're fine. If not, you're going to need some light. There are hooks, knives, instruments of pain. So it really is a shrine to Zon Kuthon. Uh, how do you worship him? Uh, you hurt yourself. Um, a steel altar crusted with dried blood, covered in runes, uh, and then an iron maiden depicting a woman in a bridal veil covering her face and a bridal dress. There's a couple doors. There's a door to the north. There's a door to the east. But you don't have time for doors because the Iron Maiden creaks open. And a voice echoes from somewhere, perhaps inside the Iron Maiden, perhaps inside your head. Who dares to disturb my eternal 
tormented bliss. Us? <laughs> Hello? Who are you to the Poloi family? Um, yes. Yes, we are the Baroys. Right? Right, right, yes. Right, yes. yes. Totally. Yes. Totally. All can, the Baroys here. I'm, I'm, I'm Eosef. That's my name. Eosef Baroy. Yes, and I'm Barry, the cousin from out of town. And Barry Baroy. And I'm Artie. Artie Baroy, Barry. Barry's other cousin. Right. We came together. It's the and 25th I... anniversary get-together. We're having a barbecue. There's lots of, of potato salad left over if you want to come up. Do you think this is some kind of joke? And as she says joke, it like knocks you back a little bit. Like joke, 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 joke. <laughs> the Iron Maiden creaks open. And a specter of a woman in a long uh, bridal gown, pierced with several uh, holes that just seem to leak smoke stuff out, and a long veil covering her face that also has similar uh, poke marks, just floats out of the Iron Maiden and stands behind the altar. I ask you again... Who are you? Uh, I am Alfonso Moria. I have come at the request of the Baron to find out what is happening in this town. It is plagued by a great disease, and I can assure you, madam... He bows his head. That we mean you no harm, for truly you could look into my soul and see the truth of the matter. We are completely incapable of doing anything to an incorporeal creature. (laughs) We will not harm you at all. We simply are trying to search out and find a way to help the Baron's people. Even now, he sits upstairs, straining with his books, trying to answer the great questions. And we thought maybe there is an answer down here. That is all. I lost yeah. my eye for you. I lost my finger. And forgive us for lying. It was, of course, a test. I am an adjunct instructor and I am familiar with administering tests and you passed. We mean no disrespect. None it is whatsoever. us who must pay our respects to you now. Yes. Oh, the- great maiden of the iron... We beseech thee, have mercy on us, our, your one-eyed worshippers. She eyes Braven. Uh, they, they call me Braven. Um, I don't really, I'm a wanderer. I'm just trying to help out around here, and, uh, the first time I really felt, uh, kind of understood it at home was in the temple down the street when they took away my ears. I 
My whole life has been pain, really. And I, I'm really relating to Zonkuthan in this town because I got something for, for my pain, finally. I, I never used to... I never used to get things for pain in the past, and now I do, and I understand why. Why the people here worship him, and, and why he's a pretty understandable guy. So I, I, that's why I'm here. I'm sorry for lying. You have lost your eye, you your ears, and you your fingers. Have you all made sacrifices to the Midnight Lord? Yes. Yes, we have. And we have felt the power of his mercy upon those who enact his rituals. Do all of you share this man's purpose to protect the Buroi family? She gestures at Alfonso with a wispy hand that disappears as soon as it comes up to gesture at him. <laughs> uh, yes, only now that I have lost my depth perception can I truly see. <laughs> <laughs> he. This is one of the reasons I love Karazor, is he is also such a smartass <laughs> to everyone. <laughs> It just feels very superior to Yeah, it everyone. doesn't matter if it's an uneducated rube, rube or a horrifying incorporeal ghost. A representative, a priestess of Zon Kuthan. Just as much of a smartass. Total lack of respect for everyone. <laughs> she walks forward and walks directly through the steel altar. It appears on the other side. And as she does so, you see that underneath the tatters of her bride... Uh, bridal dress is just a what looks like a leaking pool of some sort of fluid that leaks out and hits the floor and then wisps away like you were pouring dry ice onto the floor. But it seems to be leaking out of her all onto the floor and then just wafting away like smoke. Can I do a, a knowledge check on what that might be? Sure. Uh, planes or uh, religion or religion. Um. Well, that's not. Oh no! Oh, twelve. No. Yeah. Did you throw yeah. inspiration on that? I got a total of a four between my d twenty and the inspiration. Oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> oh man! Bad start to Ep Twanzoni. She uh. She steps forward and she looks at you and she says, "Hi." Emethgenia Boroi, lifelong devotee of the Midnight Lord. Actually, deathlong as well. <laughs> and yes, you just hear good. laughter. Wordplay. Delightful. Yes. Big fan. Despite, despite what you think you may see, I was once a great beauty. And you look, and the veil is still covering her face, but you can kind of make out a visage underneath there that seems to be uh, anything but beautiful. Men would line up for miles to get a glimpse of Evgenia. But time and time again, 
I would reject my suitors that my desperate and increasingly weak father would bring to me. Only one was worthy of my love. Only one worthy of my eternal bond. Son Guthon himself. I sealed myself inside this Iron Maiden, proclaiming myself the bride of Son Guthon, imprisoning my body to constant torment, but also to constant ecstasy, a feeling that no doubt some of you have felt now that you have made similar sacrifices, for only through pain can one truly know pleasure. Such is the duty of the Midnight Bride. For three weeks, I stood in that chamber, impaled upon the spikes in agonizing pleasure, but sadly, without healing for the many wounds imparted upon me, no food to sustain my weak corporeal form. My body perished as my soul took flight. Long have I lain here, and I will protect the Baroi family, for I owe them a familiar allegiance, if nothing else. If you say you are here to help them, explain your relationship. We first journeyed here at the request of the Baroness's father to deliver a message and request and to deliver her, retur- her message in return. But once we, once we arrived and discovered what perils the country and when the city itself, we could not help but obey the Baron and the Baroness's commands. We are in their service. Mm, and what yes. would they have you do? As they have requested us as experts in our field to seek out some solution to a disease that plagues their people. Do you not know of the disease of which I speak? Have they not spoken of it to you? No, I know not about the outside world, but I am not surprised to hear that young Stepan is a weak ruler. Yes, he... It's uh, very troubled by what is happening here, and uh, I, Alfonso feels like he's like on very thin ice right here, but re- like there's a real opportunity here. So he's just trying to be very careful, very smart about his approach, but unfortunately, he's played by Joe O'Brien, so there's a real, real disadvantage there, uh, and he's just like, he seems... After all, to mean well, but how this plague... It is called Talothroth, by the way. How it came to affect his people is quite unknown and quite a mystery, though perhaps it could lead back to events of the past. Were you perhaps uh, ever acquainted with Stepan's brothers? Oh, yes, I knew them well. 
It is a shame that Yosef, the strong, charismatic, and ruthless boy, died so young. Stepan, he was uh, a quiet, bookish boy. And now that he has the power, it seems he has grown into a weak, irreligious lord. His brother, not so. Nonetheless, Stepan is the lord of Carpat and the patriarch of the Boroi family and must be protected until his son comes of age. So you know of the birth of his son? You see these things? Yes, his mother has brought him to me for blessings. <laughs> she is a true believer. I believe Stepan plays but lip service. Yosef, even Henrik, would have given Zonkuthon the diligent respect he deserves. Word of the Baroness's pi- piety has uh, is spread far and wide. You have nothing to fear with her. Correct, we- and we have met her ourselves, and uh, her piety is evident to us. Yes, she is a fierce... Evidence of her piety all over her body. Her arms, mostly. Yes. We should also point out to you that we have been to the Temple of Zonkuthan and spoke with Cleric Miklos. So irreligious is Stepan that Yosef and his brother were not afforded the sacraments they deserved upon their death. He was not allowed into their burial, since you're not aware of what's going on in the outside mm, world. It always surprised me. That illness took Yosef and Heinrich so quickly, and why they were never brought to my shrine for healing. The Barois have always come to me if need be. I doubt, I am, I am not surprised, rather, that Stepan did not ensure that his brothers received true Kuthite rites in their burials. I tell you, something was not right. However, if Stepan was somehow responsible for his own ascent to the throne of Carpat, it would increase my respect for him a great deal. Yes, perhaps his faith is stronger than I imagined. Could you... Are you... When you were corporeal... Did you ever spend any time out in the courtyard upstairs, by any chance? Of course, oft would I sit there with my brother long before he came lord. We were just up there, just enjoying this, taking in the view, and we noticed something peculiar about the fountain. What do you mean by peculiar? Just that it's... It seemed, perhaps, to be not on this plane a bit, wouldn't you say? Uh, it had the stuff of the shadow plane. The, the shadowy, the shadow plane. The shadowy aspect, yes. All of you have made sacrifices to the Midnight Lord, yet you are not true believers. For those who serve Zonkuthon faithfully, have no need to fear shadows, for shadows are a weapon of the Midnight Lord. 
Even this disease you speak of, this tallow throat, did you call it? Why, it should be seen as a blessing from my divine bridegroom, rather than a plague, as you call it. Have you heard of uh, anything like this before? Uh, not specifically, perhaps, uh, tallow throat in the way it manifests, but Zon Kuthon enacting his smite upon the region through a sickness of sh- born by shadows. Uh, if some turned against his, his will or did not properly uh, obey him, would he punish the, uh, them in this way? It would not surprise me if he did, but it did not happen in my lifetime. Otherwise, I would not have made the sacrifice I did, perhaps. I would have climbed the highest mountain, bared myself naked for him to see so he could take me in his arms before taking the rest of the world. Well, for all of your wisdom, I will say there is one thing you are wrong about. I can speak only for myself, but I am a true believer. Perhaps I am not as pious as you, perhaps not as devout to give myself completely to him, but I have felt his power myself. I know it to be real, and I believe him to be beyond my imagining in his strength and power. Good. Good. The Midnight Lord has touched your heart, and not just your extremities. Out of curiosity, yes. when the Boroi family comes to you for healing, what kind of healing do you provide? I... Uh, always an angle. Matthew Cabotacasa. <laughs> always working an angle. I'm just asking. She brought it she brought it up. In my former life, I was a priestess of Son Guthorn. I give them whatever healing they need based on my ability what do you need young lady well in our in our capacity as the baron's envoys into the town uh, we uh, encountered a bit of resistance and some of my strength has been sapped and uh, the, the good cleric of the temple was good enough to heal my friends here, but unfortunately I was not uh, at that moment present. So, uh... <laughs> I, I'm just, just, just asking. She's as weak as a canary. Look at her. I'm, I'm as <laughs> meek as a, a tiny little bird. A tiny bird kitten. A, a bird kitten puppy. A little, the tiniest bird kitten puppy you could imagine. Look at her. Pity her. <laughs> It would delight you to cause me pain, but also give me my strength back. Do any of your friends suffer the same malady? Uh, oh, I'm good. You don't have the capacity <laughs> to restore eyes to people, do you? <laughs> no. Uh, nope. <laughs> I'll take that as a no. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling a, a bit weak, too. Uh... I like, as I mentioned earlier, I, I, 
Zanguthan seems a-okay in my book. So I'd, I'd, I'd like to, to reinvigorate and deepen my understanding of the Dark Lord. Yes, your devotion really darkens our path, as they say, huh? Yes. Darkens the way? <laughs> darkens the way. Good title. Subtitle. Ooh, I'll write, <clears throat> it, write down. it down. Write that down. I can help you with your problem. Whoa. But I need time to meditate with the Eternal One so that he may grant me the specific power you seek. Naturally. Naturally. Come to me on the morrow and I will help you. Thank you, O tormented goddess. Yes, most agonized lady. We we are in your debt. Before we make our take our leave, however, I would like to know what lies behind these doors. What lies here with you on this level of the manor? Mm, to the north of the vaults of Boroi Manor. Long have they held the Boroi family's most valuable possessions. To the east are the cells. The place where the enemies of Carpat go. Are there any enemies being held currently, or is it empty since the rule of Stepan? I do not know. They are not brought to me. Well, my lady, you have been most generous. I thank you. And Alfonso bows. We all bow. Yeah. She just kind of takes a step back, walks backwards through the steel altar again, and walks into the Iron Maiden. And then moments later, the Iron Maiden just closes. So bad ass. You do have to wonder, why does she have to open and close the Iron Maiden if she's incorporeal? Don't think too far into Creature it. Creature of habit. Richard. Let us move on. Uh, <clears throat> I'd like to open up the door to the north and check out the vaults, the family vaults. Um, cool. If Wait. I may, you want to open the uh, open the big vaults? Okay, uh, let me get over to roll Twanzoni here. All right, so you go to that door and you just open it up. Yeah. Okay, the door opens with ease, and you see a twenty foot long hallway, ten foot wide, with three doors: one to the west, one to the east, one to the north. Mm. Mm. Perhaps. We go to the west. Do you like a hallway with three doors as a player, or do you like just one door? I like the choice. <laughs> yeah. I like the choice, too. <laughs> uh, I'll do a perception check uh, on the door to the west. Uh, just just taking a look, uh, seeing if there's, you know, if it's trapped or anything. As you said, it has valuables in here, so I'm just going to make a doubly sure. That is a 34. 34. Um, you don't see any traps. Uh, I'll attempt to open it. Okay. Uh, it's locked. Ooh. 
Uh, and the door to the north, uh, same thing. Perception. That's a 28. 28. Uh, you don't detect any traps. Locked? Locked. And the door to the east is a 22. I uh, also don't see any traps. Also locked. locked. What do you say? Do we make an unauthorized entrance or leave it to be? The adjunct instructor whips out her thieves' tools. Is like, <laughs> pulls out one to pick. Well, have at it. <laughs> like a switchblade. Yeah. Power Zuri. Power shuts the door behind us. Slowly. <laughs> <laughs> Very so silently. <laughs> All right. Uh, Alfonso, are you... Are you a man of the trade? <laughs> Annette Benning standing in the hallway. Well, of course, my lady. What is it you need? I am a jack of all trades, as it were. Not Annette Benning. Who is it? Hmm? Why did I say Annette Benning? Uh, end of Godfather. Diane Keaton. Oh, Diane Keaton. Thank you, mm-hmm. Diane Keaton. Why say yeah. that? It's not like an Warren Beatty. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, they're still stuck. <laughs> still stuck on Bugsy. Uh, God. Uh, which, which door? I'm sorry. Uh, the west west one, I will attempt to pick it. But Alfonso, do you, would you like to age? Shall we do it together? Sure, that works. Or I, yeah, I have a plus five disabled device. If that's oh, I, I have a plus ten. So oh, then I'll aid you. <laughs> uh, okay, I already rolled it though, and I, I well, we'll take twenty. It's fine. I'll right. just take twenty. Okay. So, so what's thirty. Thirty. Well, thirty without an aid, uh, and uh, then so I, I aid thirty-two. Okay, so you take a long time down there picking that lock, uh, and eventually it picks. Uh, what would you say time pass? Is it 20 minutes? No, well, it could be whatever you want it to be, but generally I think it's about two minutes. Two minutes, okay. Yeah, uh, because it's supposed to be, uh, I think, the way that I see the take 20 action, especially for disabled device in 1E, is like, you're just not supposed to be able to do it in combat, it, it's just, it's not supposed to take forever. It's it takes just, 20 times as long as making a right. single check, so tw- usually two minutes for a skill that takes yeah. one round. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, well, that is enough to pop it open. Hmm. Well, why does the time matter so much? Could you lift the screen and just tell us why it, it, the difference between two minutes or 20 minutes matters? I, I wish I could. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> really wish I could. You're just, uh, I mean, how much time do you want to spend uh, breaking into... Roy Manor. That's that's why. Well, yeah, we have. Yeah, I mean, I'm quoting here: full run of the place. You do. Uh, that includes picking locks in the vault. Uh, you <laughs> look inside of this room, and it kind of hooks around and opens up, and you see chests um, that uh, are open with uh, some coins in them, some closed chests, uh, object dart probably family heirlooms. You see a lot of the Baroi crest on a lot of things. Um, if only we could detect some magic. I know. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> what a huge oversight. Yet again. <laughs> we just need to get to a store. <laughs> Is there a wand totally of forgot. detect magic in there? <laughs> but how do you detect that magic? Oh, god damn. <laughs> is anything look? Is there, are there any weapons or items that look uh, particularly interesting? No, actually, you don't see any weapons uh, and or armor or anything. And in terms of items, nothing's really jumping out at you besides these family heirlooms. Um, but they look like they have sentimental value. They're probably worth a lot of money. Um, but nothing that seems kind of like, ooh, that might 
Maybe I can use that for something. And the pa- you say there are paintings or no? Um, there are some paintings. Yeah, you said that word that I don't know what it means. Objet d'art. Objet Object d'art. Object Object yeah. d'art. Yeah. So I mean, there can be paintings. There can be uh, vases. There can be uh, just a bunch of art objects. Hummel figurines. Hummel, some Hummel figurines. Couple, just a good solid Hummel collection. <laughs> <laughs> Um, are any of the paintings uh, as creepy as that one we saw last time? Yeah, are uh, any of them of the the children? Uh, there are some that are of children, but they don't look like uh, the same children Joseph. in the painting upstairs. Um, they may be past Baroys. They may be like uh, mm. the the Stepan's father when he was a child. Maybe the aunt. And him as children, you do see a boy and girl in one painting with a, a mother father, um, and then there are some of just a woman, uh, some of just a man, and they all kind of have that same style where you just you don't want to look at it for too long. Are there any paintings of what Stepan did to Yosef? No, <laughs> yeah, None. it's like an Not action it. shot of the poison in the ear. Right? Not in this room. Okay, we should check the other room to find the evidence. Yeah, the evidence is surely the painting, the the, the incriminating painting will surely be in one of these rooms. I think it's uh, going to be an etching, not a painting. Probably I'm gonna, an etching. I'm going to do a perception check for any hidden compartments, secret doors, uh, any Good evidence idea. that a chest has like a hidden uh, bottom, false bottom, or something like that. False bottom. Uh, girl. See if I can get anything. Uh, that is a twenty-one. Twenty-one. Um. Yeah, you don't see anything uh, secret. Okay. Well, Moving on. Karazur just starts grabbing fistfuls of coins and shoving them into his pockets and pouches. <laughs> Karazur! What, what? She's right outside. I'm sure she will see. We do not want to make an enemy of the ghost. Oh, what is she going to do? Use her ghost powers against me? I think not. <laughs> She's stuck to the wall. She's like, put down those coins! Oh, how did she do that? <laughs> no. Whoa! Oh, all right, all right. Not just foul creature. <laughs> Can I seriously uh, rob them? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you. There's no. They don't have a security camera. Okay, I just I grab as much cash as I can. And okay, before we go, there's thousands of gold coins here. Um, okay, I grab all of them. That's <laughs> oh. <laughs> good. It's so cool. <laughs> You'd be like walking out with your pockets overflowing, like Scrooge McDuck. And there's no way. <laughs> I pick up one of the chests and just start carrying it out. I fill it up with coins. And I'm just lugging you see, it out. You're holding a, v- a vase in each hand. I've got one like trapped under my chin as I'm holding the chest. Like, <laughs> Lauren Chu is like, where did you get that? <laughs> oh, yes, I brought this from home. <laughs> <laughs> I just came from the bank. Carvazor, Carvazor, Carvazor. There might be better stuff in the other rooms. Ah, you're right. Dumps out one of the chests <laughs> and just carries it empty. It says, like, I can use this to carry it home. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> can we uh, pick, the, pick the lock of uh, the northern door? Uh, sure, you want to do the northern door? Yeah. Uh, same thing. You want to take 20? Yeah. And I will aid. I do okay. Aid. And what's the total on that? 32. 32. It doesn't open. Wow. It is, it is beyond my skill. We're locked. 
Um. Hmm. Try the other one. You're fumbling with it for a couple minutes. You feel like you got it, and then it just won't pop. Okay. Won't well, pop. Unless we're going to force it open. Nothing we can do there. Yeah. And then the one to the east, same thing. Uh, you fiddle with the one to the east, and I, that one does open. And it is identical to the uh, room to the west. Um, you see more coins, uh, less art in this room. It seems to be more dominated by paperwork. Hmm. Paperwork, uh, eh? Yeah. Books and uh, property deeds. If you start looking through them, it seems like uh, there's uh, like uh, files, important files down here, and deeds to thousands of acres of property in and around Carpad, uh, detailing uh, property lines, what is uh, under the uh, Baroy's uh, purview and what isn't, um, deals they've made to expand their territory, um, areas they maybe have lost over time. Um, and then you see a book of, like, uh, the Baroy family lineage. Um, hmm. And, you know, you look through that and you see, like, the, the way it was supposed to be. You know, it had the... You can see, like, things have been crossed out and changed. Um, and obviously, Stepan uh, is on the final page. Uh, if we take 20 to... To go through the documents, anything unusual that pops out? No, nothing really pops. Uh, they're they're not super powerful. There are more powerful uh, uh, families than the Borois, but they do well for themselves, probably because they're a little uh, away from the hustle and bustle of the major cities. So they, they have a lot more pull out here in the country. Um, yeah, I said the last name was uh, Stepan's name, but they did add uh, Marek as his heir. All right. Um, mm. All right. All right. Uh, I'm going to do that same check again. Secret doors, false bottoms, something secret that was meant to be hidden away. I'm prying eyes. If prying I can get a good eyes. roll this time, it would be no, nice. And that is a good roll. 34. 34. Nothing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thousands of uh, dollars worth of gold pieces and, you know, family heirlooms and art and property deeds. Um, it's probably worth a lot more to them than it is to you, but, you know, there might be 6,000 gold pieces here as well. Um, mm. Not to mention how much this art could be worth. Right. I will say, Corizor, my one concern is if we are discovered uh, stealing this, it could greatly impact our bottom line. All right. Because if we steal from them, perhaps we do not get paid the 5000 I don't know. It's something to think about. All right. Well, th- let me, I'm just going to throw this out there. Is anyone familiar with the concept of a tontine? No. Anyone? I'm sorry. No. no. Right, so Sounds we French. gather all of this art, all this cash together, and then the last one of us alive gets all of it. <laughs> I think that solves all of our problems, frankly. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> I will agree to that. But it must stay here for the moment. All right. We have an tontine. easy path back down. The tontine is in effect. <laughs> uh, all right. So I, I want to go to this other door to the east. 
to the cells. Okay. Let's see what's in there. Uh, I'm assuming it's empty, right? They don't, like, ever come down here, so how could they possibly be... And I guess he's a, a weak ruler, so who is he throwing in here? It could be Spook Central, though, man. There could be the yeah. ghost of all sorts of prisoners in there. So, I can tell by your quavering tone that you are fearful of going inside, Braven. I, uh, don't particularly have a great track record with the paranormal, especially, uh, floating phantasms. That was the first, like, good experience I've ever had, actually. She was nice. I like her. She was cool. It's true. Perhaps, uh, my opinion has been swayed from her, her kindness. I, I'm not thinking correctly about what might be beyond this door. As a I'm general, going to check it anyway. Good, good. But as a general rule, just uh, don't trust ghosts when you meet them. <laughs> uh, I'm going to do another perception, and that's a 32 uh, for traps on the door. Okay. Uh, the cells do not appear to be trapped. <laughs> yeah, not sure why it'd be yeah. trapped. Uh, <laughs> and I'll try to open it. Oh, DC 33. Explosion. No. Uh, <laughs> you see. Oh, there's a guy. A long hallway. Um, with uh, six doors, three to the north, three to the south. They they look like cells. Um, there is a bored looking uh, guard sitting in a oh, chair. Um, he's just sitting in a chair between the cells. Um, and there's torches between each cell, so it's dimly lit in there. Um, and he just kind of stands up when you come in, sees four monsters walk in, and he's like, uh. Uh, who, who are you? Uh, hello, my friend. Uh, please. Uh, he holds up both of his hands. Hold, hold up both of his hands. Uh, do not be alarmed. We mean you no trouble at all. We have come at the Baron's behest, uh, and we are searching the, uh, the, uh, manor for any signs of this disease. Uh, I was curious if, uh, there was anyone in here who exhibited any symptoms, or if there are any prisoners at all at the moment. Oh, yes, I uh, heard about you. You are the friends of the Baroness. Uh, you have come. Uh, it's okay, yes. Um, uh, no, there is no disease down here that I know of. We got rid of all those filthy fletchlings. Uh, they are the carriers of the disease. We would not even deign to throw them in our cells, for they would make them dirty. Uh, as for prisoners, we only have uh, one. And you look and you see uh, the six cells, and all are empty except one. And who is, is, who is it, if I may ask? Is uh, who a, is uh, currently confined? Is uh, some petty thief uh, awaiting transfer to a work camp outside of Pangole? He was caught uh, stealing. Maybe stealing what, if I may ask? Uh, to be honest, I do not know. I do not have that information. I am just here to <laughs> guard him. Make sure he does not break out. May we interrogate him? May we? I see no problem with that. Uh, your friends of the Baron and the Baroness. Uh, uh, sure, um, I warn you, he is a bit strange. Quick perception check. I want to see if there's like a very visible jailer's key ring, like with all the keys to the place on there, because I want to pickpocket the shit out of that if there is. Uh, it looks like he has a key ring on his belt um, that has like half a dozen or so keys on it. Ooh. Ooh. Get him! 
<laughs> we jump. We jump them. Yeah, well, there are right, there's half a dozen keys, and there are six cells, so they yeah. may not have the. Key we need at least key. seven keys to try this plan. Yeah, <laughs> one is to my home. <sighs> yeah, he eight, could have other keys. keys. <laughs> uh, can we look at the cell with the guy in it? And yes, um, just give him space. He's an old man. It is the last cell there on the left, and you just see like a pair of hands. Uh, like grabbing one of the bars. And we walk over to the cell. See a guy's head's down in shadows. He's got a bald head, but hair on the sides. He's just like, well, hello. Hello there. I don't know if, I don't know if to get, get visitors. Who are you? Oh yes. How rude. My name is Adjunct Instructor Maxine Vetro. This is my associate, Mr. Carazor. Hello, Charmed. I'm certain. Hmm. Never seen one of your type. Only read about them in fairy tale books. Well, I don't see many bald men, so we're even. <laughs> oh, Uncle Jimmy likes you. Uncle Jimmy, is it? Yeah, my friends call me Creeps. Oh, I wonder why. <laughs> so, so what's, what do I owe the pleasure of a visit? Well, what brings uh, you to a spot like this? Misunderstanding. Of course, of course. Mm. What kind of misunderstanding? Well, I was uh, visiting here, just passing through town, and... Uh, Thought I'd uh, visit uh, some of the local shops. I heard they had some good artisans and whatnot. Next thing I knew, I was being thrown to the ground, handcuffed and thrown in a cell. I didn't take nothing. Probably was one of them fetchlings, and that's what I keep telling them. Racist. Racist. He whispers. (laughs) Each one of his companions in turn. Racist. One at a time. Uncle yeah, Jimmy, racist. Uncle Jimmy, here he is, yeah. Uncle Jimmy is racist? No, Uncle Jimmy's a cool dude. <laughs> racist say what? <laughs> racist say what? Friends call him creeps. I believe that's pronounced creeps in this part of town. <laughs> I don't. I don't like that joke. <laughs> Well, I'm sure if it's just a misunderstanding, it will be cleared up immediately, and uh, you'll be get, you'll be on your merry. Mm. That's what they say on my merry on my way to a work camp in Pangalay. We'll see how long that lasts. Uncle Jimmy doesn't like to work. What does Uncle Jimmy like to do? Just wander from town to town, taking in the sights, visiting shops, getting into. Misunderstandings. Uncle Jimmy does a lot of weird shit. Yeah, like what? I like that. That's why they call me creeps. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me more. What are you what, what what's so creepy? I met this woman in town when I first got in before uh-huh. I, before yeah. I got into that misunderstanding. And uh I was nothing but a perfect gentleman. And she wasn't into it. Her name was Irene. Said she was 
said she was married to some man named Micah. I'll tell you what, I did some uh, snooping around later on just to make sure she really was married. I think she was. I also think she was having an affair. Now, last thing I heard is she vanished. Just straight up and disappeared. How long until they blame that on old creeps? What's the last thing you remember seeing her? When's the last time you remember seeing her? Oh, once I knew that her plate was full of lovers, I moved on. Must have been weeks ago when I first got to town. I've been sitting here rotting in this cell, eating stale bread and crackers. For a month. Well, uh, you know, did you notice anything else strange happening around the town before the misunderstanding occurred? Strange things always happen in towns like this. Nothing out of the ordinary. This whole area seems to worship this strange god. But I've seen weirder. That's why they call me creeps. <laughs> this guy is straight out of Ravenmore. Great job <laughs> connecting the two modules. <laughs> Ravenmore? I grew up there, no. Uh, no uh, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well. Creeps, you... you uh, sorry, please. Oh, no, no, no. Please, Karazor. Well, I just wanted to say, Uncle Jimmy, you have a beautiful soul. And it's hurts me deeply to have to leave you. Well, I, even if that's sarcasm, I appreciate the visit. Like I said, I don't get many visitors. If you're ever in Pangalay, just ask for me. I might be at the work camps. I might be elsewhere. You just ask for Uncle Jimmy or Creeps. You'll find me. Raven says goodbye by reaching his hand out through the bars and shakes his hand and offers it. Does he give a handshake as well? Yeah, he reaches out this hand, grabs it. Right as he does, Raven uses his middle finger to rub the inside of his palm in a very (laughs) creepy manner right at him. He's like, He winks at him. (laughs) This guy gets it. Uh, He just shakes it. Well, you it's can, been a You can pleasure. call me creeps. We're friends creeps. now. All right. Good. Well, I, let's I go should, away now. I should just mention that we are, you know, investigating the, uh, the strange occurrences around town and on behalf of the Baron and the Baroness, and any information that might assist us in our investigation, I'm sure, would go a long way to help clearing up any misunderstandings that might have occurred since you've been here. Well, might even might even reduce your sentence. Perhaps if my misunderstanding gets cleared up and might jog my memory, but in the meantime, old Uncle Jimmy's getting real tired. I'm gonna go to the back of my cell and get weird. <laughs> Bye for now. And he just recedes into the dark. Oh no. Okay. Uh, I quickly leave. And you just hear yeah. like, punching. In the back of the cell. Oh God! You, you, you got through the girl now. This is where things get a bit unsettling. All right. All right. Yeah, I don't want to see what multiple Migs has got going oh, on over there. Right. So I'm going to take my leave. Exactly what I was thinking. 
Please come and visit again. I do not get many visitors. Do you know what it's like to spend 14 hours a day with a man named Creeps? <laughs> uh, goodbye. Best of luck. All right. Um, Never catch your name. Uh, what is your name, sir? My name is uh, Peter Goldfeller. <laughs> Peter Goldfeller. <laughs> yes, yes uh, pleasure. Goldfeller. Uh, Goldfeller. Yes. Thank you for uh, allowing us uh, to talk to the prisoner. It was uh, very enlightening. Yes, well, any friend of the Baron and the Baroness is a friend of Peter Goldfeller. Have a wonderful day. Yes, we shall most likely see you tomorrow. Uh, Goodbye. All right. Uh, I guess we'll go back upstairs. Here we can check out the rest of the second floor. Is there any yeah. way, by the oh, way, yeah. that we can give the uh, canine guy cover for his involvement with Irene by blaming it on this guy who's already sent to the work camp anyway? Oh, yeah. Because I think that might be his only alibi because otherwise they're going to blame him for everything. And I don't really think we're going to have a good time blaming it on a lurker in light that's no longer there. I mean, like, there are other dead bodies and... It's, it was True. beneath the chandlery. True. So we could blame it on the chandler. Okay. Yeah, she's dead. She can't defend herself. Yeah, and I mean, did, did we get any sense that this guy had information that he was withholding unless we were... I mean, he said that, but like... Yeah, he's just a creepy okay. dude. Uh, you know, caught up in some of the rumors of town, no doubt. Yeah. Okay. He definitely uh, doesn't know anything. Let's move on. All right, so you want to go back upstairs? And then to the second floor? I mean, we we cleared the first floor, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's all we have left here. And we, well, we've explored the whole second floor, too. There's, have we? There, I see at least one room. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, there is one door. Okay. Let's check it out. Um, all right, you want to check out... That door there. All right, so you come back upstairs, and then you go upstairs again. And... You just open up the door? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let me reveal it on the old mapperoo. Oh, that's... No, it vanished. (laughs) Door? What door? (laughs) It's vanished into the shadow plane. God, um, so much, so much pain right now. Uh, all right. <laughs> so awful. All right, so you open this door, and uh, <laughs> there are faded tapestries uh, adorning the walls of the chamber, uh, threadbare rugs covering the floor, and a four-poster uh, bed dominates the room's center. Uh, you see a spiral. Well, four posters are on it. Uh, <laughs> Iron Maiden and <laughs> the Clash and Cor- Cor- Corey Haim. Corey Haim. <laughs> <laughs> it's your move era, Jason Bateman. <laughs> Corey Haim. That's so great. And Vanilla Ice. Uh, there is a. Uh, a uh, spiral staircase uh, leading up. <gasps> Shagong, gong, gong, gong. 
and you see colored the lights. Watch. You see colored lights streaming down from uh, up the stairs. Oh, colored lights. Yeah. Like, yeah, a, like, like a stained glass. Like a, like a club? Oh. Like a stained glass, probably. Light reflected. Do we hear like glass? <laughs> is that a Biza? <laughs> That's a I'm Biza sorry. up there. Is that, is that EDM? <laughs> <laughs> Alfonso, I need an ecstasy immediately. Tiesto's yeah. <laughs> doing one night only. It's a matter house. Uh, all right. Do you have any GHB? Uh, I'll look around the room here. Uh, uh, Again, I want a secret. Just put one in there. Mm -hmm. A juicy secret. 21. Again. Is that a 21? 21. Uh, All right, so it looks to be the Baron and the Baroness's chambers. Oh. uh, But it looks like only one side of the bed uh, (gasps) has been used. Oh, he never sleeps. He wanted a secret. But it's yeah. not a 1950s sitcom situation where they have two separate single beds in the no, same room, no. right? It's just no, like, no, clearly. He just sleeps in a coffin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah. he's a vampire. Sleeps right. above the covers. Six, four feet above the covers. Oh, four feet. <laughs> right. <laughs> or he casts no shadow and is utterly weightless. Whatever... Whatever being that is. Alfonso, uh, it's, so there's sheets on the bed? Yeah. Yeah. Alfonso <laughs> is going to rip one of the bed sheets off and crumple it up in his bag. It's like, I can use this as a bag for later to carry treasure. <laughs> Tucks it into his satchel. <laughs> Just steals the Baron's sheets. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> Did you just right. call yourself Alfonso, or am I? Did I? Is it getting too late for me? Oh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Alfonso, <Okay>. help me. <laughs> You're like, Alfonso does this. It's like, well. Stop playing my character. <laughs> it's, a, uh, it's a fitted sheet. I need your help, Alfonso. <laughs> I aid in the sheet steal <laughs> of the, the Baron and Baroness's <laughs> chamber <laughs> sheets. Can I, can I do so a We're per- going to steal to use as a sack. To carry off all the gold <laughs> coins. There's a lot of gold down there. Oh Perception check on the thread count. Is that possible? We're talking <laughs> 600, 800? It looks like 600. It's good stuff. Ooh. Oh, nice. Bamboo. You don't need Dude. more than that. You don't need more than that. How feel funny it. would it be to just completely rob them <laughs> and then leave in the middle of the night <laughs> and, like set and like put the entire module behind and then just be like, we have 6K gold and start reading another module for next week and give us another one. Like, we're do- I mean, like, we could do why it, can't we do that? We totally should just set fire to this place on the way out. Right. I don't see any paladins in this party. <laughs> they've, got, listen, they've got their own shit to deal with. They'd never come after us. Yeah, yeah. They got- just break out Uncle Jimmy on the way out for yeah. good measure. <laughs> Sorry, Raven. sorry, Raven Monsieur Godfella. Kill him. <laughs> I mean, Hit I every tavern between here and Magnamar. <laughs> I know it's against the spirit of the game, but God, it would be so awesome. We would never stop talking about that. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right, so we'll go up the stairs. All right, you go up the stairs. Uh, as you get a couple feet uh, up, a couple steps up, rather, 
Uh, who's in the lead? Uh, Karazor. Okay. <laughs> okay. Karazor's in the lead. You hear, uh... <gasps> it's, the, it's the nursery. Followed by... Nursery. Oh, it's going oh. to be the, the mid, midwife. Wait, yes. The, the, the midwife? The midwife. Call well, it could her, be call the Baroness, her. but, but uh, what is call the Call the midwife, see if she comes. Nursemaid? <laughs> Who's the woman that takes care of the kids for the... Wet nanny. nurse? Wet nurse. Or nanny, yeah. Wet nurse, that's what I meant. Well, wet nurse. Uh, somebody get that nurse a towel. <laughs> she's soaked. She, she, should, she, she should be a dry nurse after all that work. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she's, she just earned, earned it. Right. Arizona draws a sword. <laughs> Okay, uh, we'll go upstairs. Yeah, we'll go upstairs. Uh, you go upstairs with all their bed sheets. Yeah, bed sheets. Uh, you see uh, the tower room up there. This is where, this is straight out of the module. I want to read it the way it was written. I think this is how it was written because it's, it's just so strange the way they worded it. The tower room has beautiful stained glass windows, large enough to for a man to walk through without crouching. That's big, but what an odd way of phrasing it! Yeah, yeah. to say it has six foot, six foot tall windows, large enough for uh, uh, an adolescent alligator to be flung through. <laughs> large With enough to carry a, a bazooka through uh, upright. Um, and you see Anya. Uh, Anya is sitting in a rocking chair next to a uh, uh, a crib nursing uh, Marek and she uh, hears you when you reach the top of the stairs and she's like uh, she's like oh uh, is, is everything alright uh, what is the problem uh, I am uh, in, in the middle of um, nursing is everything okay the Baron is he okay why are you here Professor <laughs> oh uh, well you ask why we're here well, we just wanted to meet the baby. We'd heard so many wonderful things about the little tyke, and we wanted to get a look for ourselves, see if he was, in fact, the cutest baby in all Nadal. Which is what we have heard uh, every home we've gone to. Now, is this a bad time? Yes, uh, it is. I, I am obviously very appreciative of your uh, assistance, but I, I am in the middle of nursing. And, oh, and he starts crying. If you would like to speak, uh, talk to Laurentieu, and um, later on we can meet and uh, discuss. We could uh, uh, discuss over dinner um, if you want to catch me up on things. But right now... Shh. We'd like to see the. We'd like to see the baby. Please, oh, I just am in the peak, middle of nursing. No, this is of quite rude. Just a peek. Just a little peek, after all. I, I will show you pictures at dinner. I cannot. Jesus! And now he starts screaming. She's like, hey, "Look here! Here all he right, is!" And she alone. holds him leave her alone. All right, look. Everyone... It's beautiful. Huh? She holds the baby out. She's like, ah. "Okay." Crying. It's so human. It's human. A regular baby. Does it cast a shadow? Baby. Does it cast a shadow? It's hard to tell. It's moving, but yeah. I light know. a torch quickly <laughs> and hold it up against the baby's skin. Right against the baby's skin. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hairy yet, is it? Otherwise, it might catch on fire. Oh God! <laughs> I thrust the torch into the baby. So <laughs> awful. I'm in so much physical pain right now, and laughing hurts so much. 
It hurts so much to <laughs> laugh. Troy, you guys don't understand how what Troy is going through to bring this show to you tonight. Yeah, Troy's in a bad, bad way right oh, now. God, so. that That's hurts. That's why we've made it our mission to torture him the entire time. <laughs> That's right. Oh, my God. Troy's been nursing Archer for eight I'm hours straight. At my bosom. Uh, anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll assume you don't do any of that. And she's just like, please get out. Okay. I'll meet you for right, right. No need to involve the authorities. Karazura <laughs> just backs down the stairs. Godfellow! Godfellow! God, no! Don't call any godfellows. Call <laughs> the godfellows. Uh, so you are, you know, you escort yourselves out um, downstairs. And, uh, yeah, if I zoom out from the map here. Oh, I didn't. Uh, Sorry, I didn't uh, reveal. You the never tower. showed him. Yeah, yeah. Shady, a shady. little shady. Now you um, understand why we had to go <sighs> check things out. There it is. Picks, picks, oh. or it didn't happen. So if you zoom out on the on the map here, you see that, um, with the exception of the well, I can even reveal those cells that you peeked into and saw that there was uh, no one in there, dude. Every time I hit reveal, it hides. Anyways. Uh, with the exception of that last door in the vaults, um, looks like you've done everything except the servants' quarters. But uh, it was pretty obviously servants' quarters. You didn't want to go barging in if Laurentier was asleep. Laurentier. Uh, okay. So, yeah. All right. No more answers. Well, what do you want to do? We gotta wait till tomorrow to talk to. Uh, yeah, uh, let's just rest all day. Yeah, we'll play, yeah. We'll play cards all day in the yeah. manor, and then get strength healing in the morning, and then we yep. can go do whatever you want. Yep. Um, cool. Okay. Do you want to have dinner with Anya or? Hmm. Uh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Accept. We accept. We accept your invitation. If the baby's not there, we'll be highly insulted. <laughs> uh, the baby isn't uh, there. Please do not bring the baby. <laughs> Please don't. Let's let us be honest with each other. It would ruin the meal. You don't want to. You don't want to dine the future baron. <laughs> uh, I see if I can carry you guys over here uh, to the dining room. Uh, so you uh, you come down here around dinner time, and uh, Laurentieu and the servants uh, bring out uh, a modest meal, uh, not as fancy as you thought it would be. Um, if you remember, this room had that big dark cherry wood table, fancy uh, um, utensils. Uh, I think I said tian, tian porcelain, um, but the food doesn't quite match the quality of the uh, decor. Um, and Stepan is not present for the meal. <gasps> what? Come well, on, man. And uh, if you ask about it, she's like... Uh, he um, uh, takes uh, special meals alone in his study. He is, uh, he is quite paranoid. He thinks that uh, someone is going to poison him. Uh, I tell him it is all in his head, but I think it is due to the stress. He thinks everyone is out to get him. Uh, perhaps an employee that we had to let go would come back. I tell him, Stepan, it's not going to happen. Everyone loves you. But, uh, well, I, of course, I could understand his paranoia. It is uh, based in uh, perfect uh, rationality. I mean, look what happened to his brothers. Yes, and yeah, I I not to say that why... they were poisoned, but they fell ill. Uh, suspicious circumstances. Uh, 
It is not unusual at all for him to feel that way. Has he ever spoken to you of his brothers? Um, yes, I did not know them, uh, but uh, he he has spoken of them uh, a little bit. He uh, does not speak of them often. I think it uh, brings up too many uh, terrible memories. They died so young, and uh, from what I understand, they were fairly close. So, uh, your wedding was arranged after the Baron ascended to uh, his current position of power? Yes, uh, my father, uh, I don't know how to say this without sounding, uh, how you say, hoity-toity, but my father would never marry me off to anything less than a Baron. Did, um... Hmm. Do you spend in, much time in the... In the, uh... What's the word I'm looking for? It's a... Kitchens! It's, it's, kitchens? No, no, not, not the quite. The poo shack? No, the, uh, next to the poo-poo shack. The, um, the courtyard. <laughs> the courtyard. The, Sorry, the I had a The horror shadow fountain. Or a shadow, shadow fountain of death. Uh, do you spend any time relaxing there with a good book, perhaps? Um, uh, when I first moved here, I did spend some uh, time out there reading and uh, tending to the garden. But now that I have Merak, I do not have uh, as much time for these things. He requires a lot of my attention. Uh, sometimes I bring him out there to walk around and get some fresh air. But I prefer uh, the backyard. The, the fountain it needs to be uh, cleaned we, about the fountain. Yes, indeed it does. We were out there today and enjoying the fresh air and couldn't help but notice a strange shadowy presence in the fountain. Yes, it is quite dirty. I do apologize. Uh, we were not expecting guests. Uh, it has been on our list to have it fixed, but now that we do not have uh, uh, the fetchlings in our employ, that would have been uh, one of their jobs. We need to train one of our human workers to do such a thing, and uh, I, I, I am uh, embarrassed uh, that you had to see such a thing. It is no doubt due to a backup of uh, sludge. Sense motive? Sense motive. I'm sure she doesn't know. 17. Roots Magoots. Uh, that is a 32 sense motive. Yeah, she seems genuine. Yeah. She's, it makes uh, sense. It's she's just a dirty thing. Why would she know otherwise? Um, I mean, if she saw what we saw, she might get curious. Yeah, but she, she doesn't have the training we have, Matthew, <laughs> to uh, identify these things. Um, the, um, the Baron, and forgive me, if I am prying too deep, uh, just say so and I'm happy to back off, but I, oh. I must admit it is a heartbreaking story what happened to the Baron's brothers, and I'm curious if he ever spoke to you about their, uh, uh their funeral. No, I, 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 when we first met, uh, and we started to become close I asked him about his brothers I I felt comfortable asking him about uh, <laughs> oh, such an idiot <laughs> comfortable comfortable asking, <laughs> asking uh, him uh, about uh, the manner of their death and uh, how the funeral service was and he would not speak of such things I I can understand. I I lost a sibling as well uh, when I was very young. 
and uh, it is not something I like to uh, revisit. I am so sorry to hear that. Yes, terrible Our condolences. Yes, very sad. It's not something that I ask outright. Um, not even sure that I wish to impose, but I'm afraid that uh, our questioning about the tallow throat is uh, leading us to think we may need some time to speak with the Baron. Is it possible that you could arrange for a time in his schedule for us to speak with him? I did not want to pry, uh, of course, uh, when you caught me uh, with my breast bared. Um, but now that we are here, I would... Uh, Yes, I would like to know such things uh, How your investigation has gone um, <laughs> In terms of speaking with the Baron um, I do not see why it would be a problem He is in his study It is my understanding that you already uh, uh, Had a chance to speak with him I'm sure his demeanor will be unchanged But if you have information that could lead to uh, a solution for our problem. I'm sure he would be uh, quite open, as am I, if there was anything you would like to share with me, but I understand I am uh, but the Baroness. Uh. Well, no, it is not that at all. I would love to speak with you more about what we have found. It is more so that the Baron, when we um, dropped in on him, as it were, uh, purely by accident... It uh, led to a rather unpleasant encounter, if I'm honest. He, as you know, is very stressed uh, about what is happening, and he was very displeased at the interruption, and so I do not wish to start the conversation with him again in such a manner. I would like him to know that we are coming. I would like him to expect to answer our questions, that is all. I don't want to intrude. May I be honest with you? Of course. Please, it would be a refreshing change. I love my husband very much, uh, but uh, this uh, attitude that he had for you is an attitude that he has had for me and for everyone else here at the manor. His attention has not even been uh, on his son, little Marek. He is still little, but he needs a father or a father who can pay attention to him. I know he has stressed about uh, creating a better future for his son, but if he cannot create a better present, then what is the point? I, the reason I say this is, if I were to tell him this and try to set this up, it will make it worse. It could backfire, and you will not gain the audience you seek you did not hear it from me, but there's something you must say to the Baron if you feel as if you have information that could help. Just go. I apologize in I advance. do wonder if, it's, if it seems to you that uh, he is just brushing you off, uh, that he is uh, too busy to spend any time with you or with his son, then have you thought uh, perhaps of a brief... Uh, Visit to your family with your son. Get out of town for a little while, take a break, and reunite with your family. Uh, give the boy some attention beyond just his mother's attention. You know, it is important that he knows his grandparents, and, and it could give your husband a break as well. Roll sense motive. Come on, man. Multiple bad sense motives tonight. Oh, there again. we go. 
There we go, baby. 30 on the dot. Ooh, wow. Um, you get the sense that what she's about to say is not the truth. Okay. Oh, no, I would uh, have no interest in such a thing. I am quite happy uh, right here with my uh, husband and uh, my little boy. The journey would be too much for an infant. Ah, so it is then. You make a very good baroness. You would not leave your people, even in a time of strife. I admire that. It is not done. You understand? Mm. It is not done. No, I don't understand. Yes, I don't. Why? But does Why? Alfonso understand? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, perhaps I um, am getting tired. I must uh, retire for the evening. Um, it has been a pleasure speaking with you. When you have more to discuss, please let me know. I, I hope things go well when you talk to my husband. Um, and I do apologize in advance if his demeanor is unchanged, but I have a good feeling about you four. I feel like perhaps you are sent to us by the Midnight Lord to provide aid in our time of need. Yes, well, perhaps we were. We did travel far to come here. Almost as far as the first world. Uh, and then the adjunct instructor scrutinizes her for a reaction. She starts convulsing. <laughs> what? <laughs> and in effects breaks out of her skin. <laughs> oh, oh, have I slumbered? <laughs> Uh, (laughs) have a wonderful evening and please when you come into uh, the tower room again knock (laughs) yes we are so sorry we did not know what to expect we didn't Uh, know we thought it was an EDM club honestly with the lights and everything (laughs) (laughs) Laurentia comes in shortly afterwards would you gentlemen like some dessert or a coffee Uh, well, and I mean this with all respect, Laurentieu, but if the dessert is of the same quality as the meal, I shall decline. Because oh. this was garbage. <laughs> this was absolute garbage. You should be embarrassed for serving this to guests. I am so sorry to hear this. I am uh, embarrassed. I shall go to the servants and uh, kill them immediately. At least I don't mean for you to kill them, but you should at least no, beat no. them up. I must... Uh, beat them up. I must leave it at that. send a lesson to the other cooks so they shall know that this will not be tolerated. Where is my knife? And he leaves. <laughs> and you just hear screaming a couple minutes later. She has justice. As long as justice has been done, I'm satisfied. I wish you wouldn't have pushed him out so fast. I was in the mood for cigars and brandy. This is oh, I didn't know there was liquor and right. smoking. Uh, the dessert, option. yes, it would be crap, but how can yes. you screw up brandy? Uh, I didn't think of that. We call. Launcher, <laughs> come back, sir. Come back. He comes, he he comes in, in covered, covered in blood. In blood. <laughs> 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 yes. He puts your knife. He just wouldn't come off. <laughs> uh, perhaps oh. some cigars and brandy. Oh. When you get a moment, I know you are busy. 
Take your time. There is no rush. I would, enjoy, enjoy. I would enjoy some dessert with the cigars and brandy. Will you please let the cook know? Um, the pastry chef is asleep. <laughs> Forever. Forever. But I will see if we have an uh, unopened jar of Cool Whip. I will be back. <laughs> and he comes back with four cigars and a uh, container of Cool Whip. Oh, great. Just slaps it down on the table in front of you. Uh, out yes, everywhere. this is from I... our new pastry chef. Oh. Me. Ah, <laughs> uh, hydrogenated oils. <laughs> All right. Um, if you need right. anything else, just call for Lothan. I am quite a mess. I must take a shower. All right. Uh, yes. Uh, goodbye, Laurentier. Uh, and when he's gone, Au revoir. forever. Au revoir. Alfonso's going to say, "Do we speak with him tonight, Baron?" We should just. Sneak into his chambers tonight and speak with him tomorrow when we have our strength back. Yes. What do you mean, sneak into his chambers tonight? Steal into his chambers. Analyze all of his things. And then... But he will be there. He works through the night. He is clearly a vampire. No, you're right. I, uh... Let us find his coffin. I, (laughs) I have a plan that I'd like you to hear out. Go on. Please, go on. I'm... Adept at hiding in the shadows. Hobgoblins typically are. I'd like to lie in wait in the basement this evening. See if anyone enters and attempts to open the door you are unable to unlock, Alphonse. <sighs> well, you all can raid the library for any notes or any other information you could find. I'll do the reconnaissance we need. And so you, you're volunteering to spend the night with the, uh, the Midnight Lady, as it were. Yes, but if worse comes to worse, I can always talk to old Creepy. It's true. That would be the worst. Uncle Jimmy? You mean Creeps? Uncle, Uncle Jimmy Creeps, yes. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, sure. Yeah, I'm happy to yes. spend a night in the Creeps. Spooky, scary, werewolf bar mitzvah style. It is a brilliant and selfish plan, and I applaud you for Yes. You're real when you are, when you player, are dead, Raven. we will tell your story. I'll put it in Karazor's book. Oh yes, that's it. We'll have we'll have a blurb about you on the on the inside of the jacket, but there won't actually be anything about you in the book. Oh, that's fine. That's maybe fine. You could, maybe we could put them in the acknowledgments, Karazor. Oh yes, the acknowledgments page. No one reads that. Yes, of course. We will tell your story in the acknowledgments play page. Yes. We'll, we'll we'll put him right in the center. We'll bury him among the many bury other people him right we'll have in to a thank. Note perhaps on the acknowledgments page for all to see. <laughs> so what's the plan? Uh, Braven is going to sleep downstairs in the shrine and yeah, the, in the shadows and not be seen. And the no. other three of you are going to go up to your rooms, or you're. Going to see the Baron. I, I wasn't paying attention. We're going to go up to our rooms. They want to break in. I think it's stupid, but I think there is one option, which is, and I had briefly mentioned this before, but I would be happy to just try to open that door the way we did last time in disguise to see if he's in there. And, you know, in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. You're still on um, this, huh? Well, I'm just saying, like, I, I just don't understand. <clears throat> you tell me what the logic behind what you want to do. So we 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 got to investigate one of those rooms while he while, when he didn't see us, right? So the 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 other plan is the plan is to when he's in the other room to go into that room and 
see what we can see he was reading, what he was researching, all that. When he when he is in what other room? He has two rooms, right? He has the study and then there's the library. Oh, oh, oh if he goes into the library, oh. rush into the other room. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, gotcha. we can just confront him. Mm-hmm. But he's going to lie about what he's been reading. Unless he's not. Right. Unless, he ha- unless he doesn't. Right. But then we would know. Right. Um... Yeah, no, my, my whole thing behind the disguise is just I could open the door and see he's not there. And then we could just go in. And if he is there, I could just immediately close the door and he wouldn't know it was us. And then we could know he's there. Um, that's, that's my only, that's the extent of the plan. And if he is there and sees a creature he's never seen before barging into his room, he would be unalarmed? No, he'd be very alarmed. <laughs> but he wouldn't know it was us. Do you have smoke bombs to disappear and then come back as Alfonso just to save immediately, the day? immediately close the door. Go into my bedroom. Bam. And I'm Alfonso again. Hmm. So I like this plan, and I'm excited to be a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> You're not. You're in the basement alone with the ghost. No, I, I should and say... Uncle Jimmy... By the time we yeah, go to sleep, the ghost and Uncle Jimmy. By the time we go to sleep, I want to become one of Uncle Jimmy's ghosts. There's oh a, God, that's a great title, The Ghost and Uncle Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's like that's like a late sixties live action Disney movie. Uh, okay, uh, but I'm I'm fine with your option too, which I, I think is still somebody has to watch the hallway to see when he changes rooms. Right. Yes. Or we have to. We, we require some. You know, serious coordination. Door. Yeah. Right. Uh, does the crystal ghost get at that kind of thing? Perhaps uh, we should summon her in. The crystal ghost, unfortunately, at this moment is not here. I mean, I don't. Who knows where she is? Uh, oh. The professor doesn't can't just like call her cell. They can just like text her. Uh, that's not how it works. All right. <laughs> Useless. <laughs> can we not uh, light the ghost signal? Yes, we could <laughs> light the ghost signal if we had one. Uh, we'd have to fashion one. Uh, from found objects. What and is the signal? It's the symbol of it's it's a it's a glass sword. It's very it's actually very difficult to illuminate because the sword <laughs> is, itself is clear. Uh, oh and, yeah, and both transparent. Huh. And, and so you, it's it's very it's it's. Uh, you so let me get this straight. Part of the crystal ghost's decision in the, taking on this mysterious form of uh, justice warrior is that. Uh, her calling card, her ability to be called, is so difficult that uh, basically no one can do it. The Crystal Ghost, as legend tells it, knows and sees all, <laughs> and is always watching. Well, then can't she know that we need her to be here now? But do, right. do we true. need her? Teach a man to fish. He's fed for <laughs> oh <my> life. God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, I'll go in and wait for uh, the professor's signal for this guy to switch rooms. All right, put yourselves on the map up there. Um, go into my bedroom. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think we all should, like, well, I'm going to go to my bedroom and retire there for a moment. You got those three bedrooms up there, and Braven is going down to the basement oh. uh, to hang out in the shrine. Yep. Uh, and I'll just, uh, yeah, I'll lay there until the professor gives me a shave and a haircut knock. Adjunct instructor? Okay. Adjunct instructor, I'm sorry. All right, so you are staring there for 30 minutes. 45 so minutes. We, and we know the Baroness has gone to bed at this point, right? You assume, yeah. Yeah, actually, if you've been staring long enough, 
you see no one comes out of that room. So if she really did excuse herself and go there, she's probably still in there. An hour. All right. Hour and a half. Finally, a little over two hours of watching. Starting to nod off. The door to the study opens. And the Baron comes out, and he looks like he hasn't slept since you last saw him. And he already looked, uh, you know, underslept when you first saw him. His eyes are like bloodshot. His face looks like he's barely eating. He's just kind of like talking to himself, mumbling. (laughs) And he goes into the library and leaves the door open to the library. And closes the door to the study, though. The adjunct instructor knocks on the wall to Alfonso's Alfonso. He arms himself and comes to the door. Opens it. Looks out. See if he can see Carizor and the adjunct instructor. Oh, I... Sorry. You were meant to pass the message along. Yes, yes, yes. He knocks. Sorry. I didn't know how... You didn't pass the... Here I am now, though. Is the coast clear? Are we 100% going to get away with this? No. But. 60, 70. Alright, I follow your lead. Alright, the adjunct constructor will stealthily move down the hallway to or towards the door to the study. Roll a stealth check. Okay. Uh, 17. You move past the open door to the mm-hmm. library and just see the Baron, like, pulling books off the shelves. Like, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Just pulling them, throwing them on the floor, picking up one, going through it, slamming it to the ground. Uh, but you're stealthy enough to get by, unnoticed. And is the door to the study unlocked? It's closed. It's stealthily open the door. You stealthily open the door, roll... Well, there's nobody in there, so don't worry about rolling a stealth check for that. You open it up. I wave, in this. I wave Carzo and Alfonso on. Okay. Both of you guys roll stealth checks. Oh, boy. Oh, this is so bad. I, I might just stay. You're not stealthy? We already got... we. No. And we got one through. You guys want to stay? We'll take the risk. All right. You, I mean, you, you Plus, would if have... he comes out, we could distract him. Right. I have uh, oh, next yeah. to no knowledge skills would be the one thing. I don't have any knowledge. Uh, all right, Carisor, you stay here. If he comes out, buy us some time. Right, I'll do I'll an kill extremely. Him if he comes out. <laughs> go. I'll do an extremely risky stealth check, and this is going to blow your whole operation. Here we go. <laughs> oh, baby, there we go. Natty sixteen twenty one. Ooh, sneaks. Tries to sneak past the door. It's a you fine start. stealth. You start to yeah, sneak past good. the door and plus five. It's just still a big risk in this situation. You peek your head around the corner. Coast looks clear just as you start to step past the door. The Baron turns around like he found the book he's looking for and starts walking towards the open door that you're just about to cross. He's like, oh, God! He throws it down on the ground and turns back around and goes and just starts ripping out books from another case. And you slip by and into the study. Gave me a heart attack, LaValle. Oof. Okay. Uh, once inside, we look. In, we quickly and stealthily look through any open materials. Look at the, and yeah, notes. the books on the desk. What's he reading about? What's, what's he, he reading about? What's flip, he writing? Flip 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 flip. Yeah, he's got a lot of texts about Zonkuthon, 
and he's got a lot of texts open about like uh, plane planar travel. Um, but the only other thing in the room that really jumps out at you is a locked cabinet in the back of the room as you're like quickly searching. And it looks like a small locked cabinet. Uh, all right, I'm not going to hesitate. I'm just going to go up and try to pick it I'll, fast. I'll, I'll aid you. Okay. Oh, man. I this aid. Is bad. This bottle is bad. Cap? Do you have a bottle cap? I don't. No. Oh, I have a bottle cap. The, the, old, the old after the roll cap? No, I'm going to give my cap to Joe. I think Joe already rolled. I didn't. Oh, you didn't? Well, then please cap away. Take my cap. Oh, this is a good one. All right. Bottle cap. This is my bread cap. With the aid. Oh. Here we go. <sighs> oh, no. Come on. It's not, uh, it's not bad, but it might be. That is a 23. I rolled two 11s on the two oh D20s. God. Oh, the 11s? Giving me a touch of law. It's the worst uh, when you roll the same thing on your two yeah. dice. Yeah. Uh. 23. So you're moving pretty fast because you know he's looking for something and, like, um, he might find it and pop in any minute. So you're moving quickly. Using bottle caps. <laughs> Using caps like it's nothing. <laughs> Throwing away caps. And... It doesn't open. Just I try again immediately. Okay. Six seconds again. in. Natty seventeen. Ooh. That's a that. Is, oh, well, did you aid again? Does aid? Do you aid on a ten? Because I roll a ten. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then, yeah. then I aid. Eight on a ten, so that's a twenty-nine. That pops it open. <sighs> you pop it open, and you see a tome. A large tome with a clasp on it. Looks like you could just, like, turn, lock it. Uh, There's all sorts of, like, shapes on the front of it, but the one that stands out the most is the sliver of a crescent moon. Hmm. Sliver of a crescent moon. They roll a knowledge check. You're here in the other room. Ah, This this must be it. This must be it. it. Is it a Moon Knight trade paperback? He's going to take the book, (laughs) close the cabinet, and just dart out of the room. Yeah, and the adjunct constructor will follow. Okay. Uh, And you're like... And then he's going to go around uh, to the left. Like, not past the door again. What do you mean? Slick. Oh, you're going to watch him come back. I see. Yeah. Uh, So, within seconds, he comes out with a book in hand, and you see him. Still, like, crazed look in his eyes. Go into the study. Shut the door. And we go past the study into the uh, adjunct instructor's room. And you're in there with this. And we put the sheets over our head and then get out a flashlight. Yeah, Yeah. we get a torch out, light it. (laughs) (laughs) Under the sheets. We got the stolen sheet, like, put over, like, like. (laughs) Yeah, the Baroness is like, Laurentier. Where is our sheets? I'm to go to bed. There are no sheets. Very tired. I sleep alone and I have no sheets. <laughs> nice. Nice flashlight, Matthew. Nice oh. work. I'm the crystal oh, ghost. Oh, God. <laughs> no, I'm not. Of course I'm not. That was just a funny joke I was playing. <laughs> Sounded just like her. Gotcha. You're in there with this 
It's a book you've stolen out of the Baron's private study. What do you do? Um, read, read so, so first I will do a perception uh, on the on the clasp to see if there's any. I don't know traps to it. Like if it's a <laughs> trapped book, I feel like you know it could be magically trapped. It could be a poison needle in it. Yeah, yeah certainly could be. Anyway, uh, I'll just do. A, I'll just yeah. do a quick perception. All perception to see. Uh, that is a twenty-two. Twenty-two uh, does not appear to be trapped. It's just um, this, this ominous black grimoire, that silver moon. You look at it; it looks. It's kind of like the way, like a magic eye painting. It looks like the shapes around the moon are just moving. Uh, can, can I do re- a knowledge, uh, like knowledge on the moon, knowledge religion, maybe or something? Is there any? Is, does it have symbology that is similar to any particular deity or anything like that? Um, Roll knowledge planes. Oh. Knowledge planes. Uh, okay. Well, there we go. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Uh, you've seen this sort of symbology um, associated with the shadow plane before. Yeah, he's the book of shadows. It's like two signs, two sides of the moon. The book of shadows, the dark side of the moon. Uh, he'll try to open the clasp. Open the clasp. Thing comes open. You open up a book, and it's like, just almost feels like things are coming off of it. But the pages are blank for the most part. And you start fanning through, and you see, well, most of them are blank. There are a couple that have some watercolor silhouettes, very rough watercolor silhouettes. And they're very nondescript. They look like they're probably people, like shapes of people perhaps, but it's very hard. Like You can't even tell if it's a man or a woman. It looks very crudely drawn. And then more blank pages. And maybe another one of these rough watercolors. And that's it. And that's it. What was the title again? You don't don't see a title. It just has that. So there's no words. We haven't seen a single word anywhere. No words. What if we hold it up to the moonlight? Right. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Shit burns. Not that happens. No. <laughs> Perhaps if we take it down to the uh, the fountain. Yes, that or uh, mm. if we turn the lights off completely and read it in shadow, drape the book in blackness. Yes. All right. Let's try that. I blow out the torch. Yeah, total darkness. <laughs> we get back under the sheet. You want to go downstairs together. to the courtyard and... Yeah. Sure. What do you yes. want to do? <laughs> <laughs> sure. No, I didn't... I, I missed your we are, dumb idea. We're getting too good at this. <laughs> <laughs> no, what did you guys say? We we said we're, we did say that, but then we said, first, let's try to read it in darkness and see if, like, in shadow... Yeah. It's... Read it in darkness, nothing happens. Go down to the courtyard and read it, nothing happens. Do we recognize? Other- Sorry, go ahead. Go. Take it into the kitchen and read it. Now there, nothing happens. <laughs> cool. That's so cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I know. Why don't we? Uh, we can ask uh, his aunt tomorrow. Sure. Okay. Well, you sleep with it under your bed. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's, hi- let's hide it somewhere else in the house. Silhouettes. Let's hide it in the baby's crib. Why would we hide it somewhere <laughs> where we're not? That way, when he comes looking for it. Hide it in the baby's crib. That <laughs> way, yeah, he wouldn't suspect us. Right. Right, but then we lose sight of it. Someone else could take it. Put it in Braven's but room. But it's clearly useless and has no value whatsoever. None. Put it in Braven's Roy. room. I was sharing a room with Karazor, actually, so... Oh, well, I'm right. not there. I'm so sorry. Put it, put it in Braven's bed. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll take it and put it in Braven's bed. And then if he ever comes back for a rest, oh, the surprise on his face will be delicious. <laughs> <laughs> if only we could all, uh, all right, be there to so, see it. Yeah, I don't see anything we can do with this book right now. I'm, I don't get it. I don't get it. If only we the, could detect The magic. silhouettes. I can't yeah. put it together. Yeah, there isn't oh, like a... God. You know, you, you don't have someone in your party that really can delve into Reason. this sort of stuff. So it's just another clue that doesn't really... You don't know what to do with it. Um, so do you want to call it a night? Or is there anybody else you want to talk to? Or you want to just start over call tomorrow? Call it a night. Okay. Call it a night. All right, you go to sleep. Full night's rest. Heal your lev- level plus con and HP. Get your spells and your abilities back. Um, it's a new day in Carpad. You look out the windows of your rooms that you've been given. You have this strange memory of the rooms that you were given in Kriegler Manor. You wonder if your time here in Carpad will end similarly. You have a date with Evgenia Baroy, and you do have the Baron to talk to. What do you do? Let's go see Evgenia. Yeah. Evgenia. So you go down to the shrine. Baron, uh, Raven's already there. He's got his, like, Power Rangers sleeping bag. <laughs> Shaking behind his sleeping bag. <laughs> and no one came down all night, huh? No. No, but he could have sworn one time he woke up and Uncle Uncle Jimmy was just standing there watching him. <laughs> but maybe it was just a trick of the imagination. Maybe it was just my fantasies come true. Yes. Oh, we bring the book, too. Bring the book. To Evgenia. Yeah. Wrapped up in the sheet. Um, <laughs> with 6,000 gold pieces in it. So we bring, the, we bring the sheet and the book. Uh, I forgot to mention the sheet with 6,000 gold was right next to us at dinner. With the Baroness just on the floor. Tied up like a giant bindle. Can I also appraise the sheet? I just want to know how much we can sell that for once we're out of here, too. Uh, so you guys go down to see Evie G. Just want to see what her knowledge is. Okay. Um, you bring the book down. You wait. Slowly but surely, the Iron Maiden animates again. Ah, only a night has passed for you, while years have passed for me. Time moves very differently on this side. Well, did you happen to have time to prepare certain healing spells? Yes, were your meditations successful? I did. 
I may perform this miracle twice. I understand. Do it on her, please. Sorry. She need. No. You received this blessing before, yes? Me? No. A friend of mine. I do oh, not yes, think, also me. I do not think you are telling the truth. What makes you say that? No matter. A sacrifice was made to Zonkuthon. What was it? Uh, a pinky, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Who can say I wasn't there? Yes. A small gift for such a grand gesture, but no matter sometimes. It must start with small gestures. I give this gift to you freely. Because it seems you wish to help my family. And perhaps I owe them that much. However, if the Midnight Lord seeks something from you for the magics bestowed upon you, he will come calling in his own time. And you must be prepared to obey. Are you still willing to accept my gift? Yes, your ladyship. Very well. She just floats forward, her veil just moving ever so slightly. You're trying to get a look at her face, but you can't really see it. It's always covered up and shifting and moving behind the veil holes all over her body where the Iron Maiden pierced her you know shadowy blood leaking out of her onto the floor that just wisps away and her hand reaches out just goes into you and you're healed for two points of strength And then the oh, hand, right. the hand at the end of the arm just disappears like it never went into you. Once more, I can give this gift. My friends require it as well. Mm, who among you shall take it? Not I. Yeah, I'm, I'm good, dog. I, I don't need it at all. And you, my strange bedfellow. <laughs> the professor's what did you two do last night? What did you get up to? We, we <laughs> had so much fun. She painted my nails. It was great. Oh, we had a crazy three-way with Uncle Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've never been penetrated and not penetrated at the same time before. Because she just, you know, her. Anyway, um, please explain your joke. Yeah, go into great detail. Because she can just. Yeah, I just Uh, want to imagine. uh, Yes, you would like the gift as well. Yes, I already gave away the gift of my birthright of my 
my ears to Zonkuthan, but I am willing to serve him again, just as the adjunct professor said if he should call on me. Yes, he may take much more from you, but he will give you so much in return. Same thing, she walks forward and puts her hand through you and heals one point of strength damage. Oh my god. God. Good luck in the trials that you will face. (laughs) I sense a journey ahead of you. You should visit me again before you leave. If You have that chance. We have one additional question. Yes. I will present the book. Have you ever seen it before, or its like? No, I have not, but it radiates. Great energy. I knew it. I knew it. These are magics that I am not entirely familiar with. They are arcane, not divine. Illusory magics. Mm. Did we take his spellbook? Take whose spellbook? Our friend Bob. <laughs> Bob. Um. Oh man. Interesting. Also, Matthew said that, not not the professor. The adjunct instructor. <laughs> Do we know anyone who is knowledgeable in such things? Yeah, were any of the... Was the mayor or anyone in Shade Row, like, magically inclined? Uh, mm, not that you know of. I mean, the one potion you got was from that guy that was bragging at a bar that he had a potion. Uh... The, you know, you don't feel right, like right, right. meeting uh, <laughs> the priest again, and but that would be divine magic. Yeah, you haven't really come across any arcane uh, magic users. Um, but she seemed like she could feel this, the magical energy coming off of it, because unlike you, she has detect magic. All right, uh, well, it is settled then. We must simply pay for a wand of detect magic. Yes. We can ask the Baron to front the money for it. That will give us an excuse to speak with him. And then we could ask him other questions as well. Great. Yes. Yes, that's Good true. plan. All right. Good day, ghost. Have a good one. Your lady. We thank you, old lady of the grave. Yes, we will meet again in this world or the next. <sighs> Disappears. <sighs> the Iron Maiden closes. What a pain in the ass. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we'll hide the book somewhere and then go talk to the Baron. All right. Who's obviously go up. enraged at his missing book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does anyone have any other ideas besides talking to the Baron right now? No. no. Yeah. Well, hopefully he's asleep. I mean, <laughs> put the book. Yeah. Put the book back. Mark, this. Let's just talk to him. If he's missing the book, then he's missing the book. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll go talk to the Baron. We'll hide the book in Braven's bed and then go talk to the Baron. 
There. Is that is that bed within sixty feet of where he'll be though? Because he could detect the magical aura of the book. Oh, oh that's a good point. No, it's not within sixty feet. Okay. Yeah, let's put it in the vault. Let's, just, let's put it in, let's put it in the vault. That's a fun idea. Yeah. You head upstairs, yep. and uh, <laughs> as you're around the corner, uh, you see that the door to the study is open. Sweet. We walk in. You walk in, and it's empty. All right. Go back down. <laughs> Get the fucking book. Actually, we don't want to lock it back up again because we want to we take magic on it. So. Figure out what it is. Well, we know it's magic, um, but we just want to be able to read it. Yeah, but we got to... Yeah. What about the chamber? Can we go in the bed chamber? You turn around to leave, and the Baron is standing right there in the doorway. <gasps> ah, and we'll see you next week. Oh, oh no. God! No. There chance to make progress! We could have said something. Yeah, we could have spoken to him. <laughs> uh, for 40 minutes. <laughs> and he could have thrown us even more off the trail than we already are. <laughs> I never had a book. What book are you talking about? What book are you talking about? Is that clothes in the finest silk? <laughs> I have no knowledge of magics. <laughs> you need an arcane spellcaster. <laughs> <laughs> have a good night, everybody. Yeah, good night, everybody. Good night. Glass Cannon Podcast SideQuest Side Sesh Series is a Glass Cannon Network production. Paizo Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are property of Paizo Inc. and are used with permission. The Glass Cannon Network is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Inc.